at this point, do you know what you got for Christmas? <laughs> do I know what I got for Christmas? I loved all of my presents, especially right. the ones my kids got me. They're great. <laughs> and I'll love them yes. forever. <laughs> uh, we got a roof repair for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Hey, you know, it's the gift that keeps on giving all year long. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> for the next 20 to 30 right. years, hopefully. <laughs> Gosh, if it doesn't, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Beyond Sunday podcast. We're exploring how to take our faith beyond Sunday morning. This is Patrick Nazaroff with me as always. Pastor David Bowser. How are we doing, Patrick? And Elise McCarter. Still here. Still pretty successful. Hey, it's a new year. Happy 2023, everyone. Oh, boy. Yeah. New year, new me. Am I right? <laughs> this is my year. Is this your year? This is it. I claimed last year was going to be my year, How'd and I go got COVID <laughs> immediately. You did. Yeah. yeah, that was a and then quick I got, turnaround. Feels like you had that one coming. Then That's, I also yeah. got bronchitis and pneumonia uh-huh. while I had it while caring for a baby. Yeah. Yep. And burst my bursa sack on my knee and couldn't walk for like six weeks. <laughs> okay, I take it back. I don't want anything to do with 2023. Right, right. But I did have a baby. so You uh, didn't. Well, Your I mean, wife there's, did. There's a baby in my house. Yeah. You care for a baby now. <laughs> you do. You now care for a baby. Yeah. So Congratulations. Our, our, our family expanded. Maybe your family will expand this year. Mm. I'm pretty confident it won't, but you never know. Maybe yeah. it'll be a pet. Things happen. Maybe we'll get you a dog. That happens to me a if lot. If you get me a dog, you're going to be very sad when I give that dog to the pound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Your children will be. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be crying. No. You'll make your children cry when it I give them a dog. Christmas it will not be ever. the first time that I made my children cry, <laughs> nor will it be the last in all likelihood. All right. Yes. Uh, new year for the podcast. But behind Podcast Magic, we're recording this way in advance. Yeah. Yeah, but people know that. Yeah, I, I, I think that goes without that. saying it. Yeah. Even if we recorded this a couple of days in advance, nobody thinks we're doing this live. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're not constantly able to record whenever you turn this on. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's if you amazing. pause the podcast, we're just sitting here yep. in this room waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, please <laughs> get back in your car. Right. Right. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I'm back. Okay, hey. we made it back just yeah. in time for. All right. What are we talking about today? Hey, it's the beginning of the year and the beginning of the month. Yes. So we're means back in the Bible. Crazy. In the Bible. Yeah. Sorry. I expected that to be more dramatic and then it was not. Somebody got a text <laughs> message. Yeah, I got a text message. Texting Everybody and o- podcasting. Everybody okay? Do not text and pod. Everything's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. He just... Yeah. What what bad things happen when you text and pod? Dead air. That's for what? Yeah, yeah, like what's good. currently happening is yeah, pretty bad. Me having to talk about what happens <laughs> when you yes, text yes. and pod. I, that's I gotta, also not good. I got to pull up our, our uh, article. So That's not what was happening. Elise is ratting you out. I is. Look, it's loading, okay? Well, now it is. (laughs) 45 seconds of me talking about dead air. Trust me. We've listened to you talk for 45 straight seconds plenty of time, okay? That's true. No shortage of that opportunity. It's going to happen again later in the podcast. All right, let's get to our news article. Okay. New Year. Let's get get to it. All right, let's do it. It's part of our resolutions. All right. Um, So do you know what the metaverse is? Yeah, it's like the thing that uh, Meta is creating. (laughs) (laughs) That's the I didn't read the material (laughs) answer (laughs) that the teacher called on me in class. Meta is the new like corporate name for Facebook and Uh they're creating the metaverse, which is like all of their things combined to create like an augmented virtual reality universe. I I was right. What the? (laughs) New year, you're still on me about perfectly legitimate answers tell you what yeah so meta is the online universe created by facebook or Mm -hmm. meta their new name yeah the metaverse so have you ever done have you gone into the metaverse i mean i'm on facebook does that count no then no i've not but how do you go into the metaverse? You gotta wear you wanna wear the goggles. I mean, like it's it's oh. like it is a virtual reality universe. Okay, so I've so actually like, gotta put things on. Yeah. I've gotta put effort into this. Yeah. That hasn't happened. Yes. 
maybe I have enough travel. Maybe you got the goggles for my Christmas. own reality, let alone a virtual one. So right. All right. Um. So this is a pretty funny story. <laughs> God. Headline, oh. man alarmed to become only guest at 400,000 metaverse party. Wow. Oh. Yes. So uh, the European Union uh-huh. invested $400,000 in a 24-hour metaverse beach party full of music and fun only to attract less than 10 guests who all peaced out in less than an hour. <laughs> so the EU paid $400,000 to host a virtual beach party. 10 people showed up. And all less than 10 less, less than, than 10, 10. <laughs> single digit we pull in more listeners on a weekly basis than the european union's four hundred thousand dollar party right. take that, that eu yeah. what yeah. are you gonna do about it yeah uh this was hoping to drum up youth excitement <laughs> for what <laughs> yeah, for its for, newly announced global Facebook? gateway strategy <laughs> yep yeah oh. so it was designed to attract non-politically engaged 18 to 35 year olds mm. and uh, the Vince Chadwick, a journalist who attended the event, uh, tweeted, after initial bemused chats with the roughly five other humans who showed up, I am alone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There you go. Amazing. (laughs) Well, yeah, it has been called depressing and embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Other other people said digital garbage. Digital garbage. I mean, how would they know? They weren't there. What goes into a virtual reality beach party well, you gotta design the you gotta people. design the world sure and right. then you gotta order virtual drinks and pay a virtual bartender and probably a virtual dj yeah virtual beach volleyball tournament seems appropriate yeah probably some virtual uh, games yeah and, you know they're getting in advertisers and things like that yeah it's facebook so there's definitely some advertisers there's probably some weird political things you know in yeah. there right yeah. yeah you get like a pop-up for that one thing you discussed that one time uh-huh. <laughs> uh- <laughs> and it certainly is geared towards you because you're the only person there right <laughs> It's a personalized experience. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Maybe there were actually a lot of people engaged, but they were all at their own individual parties. Yeah. The party was that you got to be on a beach by yourself. I got to say, a party at the beach where I'm the only one that shows up sounds might actually great. be my yeah. kind of party. That sounds yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, I'd go, I would go to yeah. that party. Yeah. Yeah, because every time I have been to the beach, there's literally hundreds of other people, maybe yeah. thousands. Yeah. It's the worst. You know, there's so many people. It's so annoying. Yeah. I don't. I hate the beach. I'm not into it. Yeah. Huh. Also, Thanksgiving and fun things. Right. So what, what, the fun, what, what, what fun things do, do I you like? Good things. Okay. I like Halloween. I like Christmas. Those are good things. Those are good things. I like but camping. Like, I like Big Ben. I like camping. Big you Ben's. Are, yeah. All right. Just All not. Things. Yeah. Okay. Just not. That's fine. Terrible things like the beach. <laughs> and I think maybe you've just been to the wrong beaches or at the or wrong, wrong times. Time. You were complaining about the beach, and I'm joining you in complaining. And then you're like, "Why are you she complaining about the beach?" I was complaining about the beach. I love the beach. She was I complaining was about the, the other people at the beach. Yeah, that's what. That's all beaches. <laughs> not all beaches. No. You can go beaches. to the meta beach. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag not all beaches. I'm saying that sounds great, actually, where somebody has paid for the entertainment, and I mean the drinks aren't real, I guess, but you know. Yeah. Can you get virtually drunk on a virtual drink? I wonder. Like, if you drink a virtual drink, does your, does your character, yeah, like, your character is drunk, even though like, you're perfectly yeah. sober? Like the wearing the, the drunk goggles. Spinning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I, never got, I never had to wear the drunk goggles right. for like, oh, yeah. for like right. driving school. Yeah. I had to. I don't. It wasn't for driving school. I did get a chance to wear them once. They were yeah. super weird. Somebody yeah. takes your virtual keys. I've also <laughs> never had an experience. I mean, <laughs> you virtually throw up on <laughs> yourself. <laughs> you virtually get into a fight with somebody. That's miserable. All right. What are you looking at? Uh, yeah no matter what you say it comes out slurred and angry yeah <laughs> you're just like hey it's like hey. right yeah that's not the direction i usually go when i've been you know i'm like your hair is so pretty <laughs> well i assume it would just enhance your natural experience whatever right. yeah. it's just tears and yeah. gratitude 
<laughs> tears of joy. Yeah. She was my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny side story, perhaps, is I actually have made very good friends with a in bartender. A no, with a bartender in Alaska. Okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not, we don't keep in touch with each other, except that whenever somebody I know goes to this town in Alaska, I send them there, and she knows who I am every time. I met her once. Okay. While there drinking, you yeah. You are a memorable person. And she's always like, that's my girl. That's me- my girl. Me- <laughs> yeah. How many people do you this? know going to this town in Alaska? Several. I mean, a lot. it's a like resort town in Alaska, oh, okay. so All right. yeah. Okay. People visit. It's if where you, my brother if, lives. If you plan on going to Alaska, I assume he lived in the bush. Contact know. the podcast. Elise can uh, hook you up with the uh, Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. Laura at Alice's Champagne Palace. Maybe she's a listener. Hey, Laura. I would love that so much. Oh, my gosh. We're such know. good friends. Well, one <laughs> EU <Sorry>. diplomat <laughs> diplomat said it would be funny Wait, if it was E diplomat? EU. Oh, I thought this diplomat. was like a virtual diplomat. <laughs> that does not count. We should not <laughs> start talking to person. It would be funny if it was not a serious project and if we had not oh. paid for it at all. Oh, poor yeah, guy. That's, and that's also, uh, Beijing must be wetting themselves with laughter. That's an yeah. interesting thing for a diplomat to say. Doesn't feel very diplomatic. Like virtually right? wetting themselves, or <laughs> <laughs> that's part of when you're virtually drunk. Right. <laughs> you virtually go to the bathroom on yourself. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Enough of this silliness. We got real things to talk about today. We do. We're back in the Bible. All back right. Back in the Bible. Not the metaverse. No. The Bible verse. Mm. We are in um. Oh. Colossians. <laughs> yeah. That was. <laughs> That's a pastor joke. It absolutely. <laughs> and he's was. laughing yeah. at himself. I know. He's so tickled. <laughs> I'm mostly laughing because I didn't like. I didn't plan it. It just you know it just happened. <laughs> right. and I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. That that one seems like it would have required months of crafting <laughs> <laughs> to come up with the, such a witty repartee. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even like I like I just it. I said it. I didn't even realize what I was saying. Okay. Was like there right. was no. Yeah. Right. There was there was zero forethought. It just came out. All right, uh, we're in the book of Colossians. Yeah, this Woo. time. Uh, I, I, think, I like to think of Colossians as part of the, the four-part series, right? Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. They're all yeah. right next to each other. Mm-hmm. They're all short. Girls eat popcorn. Yeah. That's how you can remember their order. I, I say gotta eat popcorn. That's, oh, gotta my, eat that's popcorn. my okay. phrase. Yeah, that's more gender neutral. Thank you. Yeah. What can I say? I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you said gorillas. Do girls not girls. eat? Do girls, girls not eat popcorn? I don't feel like yeah, maybe girls do eat popcorn. I don't think I'm maybe saying they don't. I'm not saying only girls, girls eat popcorn. Probably, yeah. I don't, I'm not saying popcorn is inherently a feminine product. I'm just saying. Well, we're in the corn part of, the, of this. <laughs> and uh, uh, Camille, I don't know if we planned this, but we did do, do these in order. Wow. In, oh, in, the, in, yeah. the, in the in the got to eat popcorn. We had, we had a break. Popcorn. Yeah, we went yeah. to Corinthians there in the middle of it. But, yeah. but we did do the four yep. in, in the order that they appear. Good for us. Yeah. Way to go, team. Totally right. We accident. definitely planned that out. Yep. So first, uh, let's talk about like four hundred thousand dollar beach party. <laughs> <laughs> so first, let's talk about authorship. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, probably not Paul. Probably not. Okay. I read sixty forty. Not Paul. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's this is my perspective. That's probably the forty percent embellishing. <laughs> I think it's probably closer to I don't know seventy to eighty percent. That would say it's probably not Paul. But I haven't done like a complete survey of every scholar out there, so I can't say for I, sure. I think. We'll get into this. There's some evidence at the end that I think does suggest some Paul influence. Sure. Um, There's lots of things that suggest Paul influence. Yeah. It's just reasonable to think that Paul himself did not write this. So, so why do we not think... So one, it, the, the the person who wrote this says it's Paul. 
Uh, yeah. So there's that. But why do we? So why do we not think it's Paul? Yeah. What, what's the the yeah. contrary evidence? So there are several ways in which this person refers to topics that Paul talks about elsewhere that are contrary to how Paul talks about them. So either extending a metaphor, like uh, you know, he talks about the body of Christ, Jesus being the head, and the church is the body. And um, Paul elsewhere in documents that we know where Paul doesn't extend the metaphor in quite the same way. Um, the author of Colossians has a lower view of uh, women's roles um, mm. than Paul seems to elsewhere. Uh, it also seems to be written at a later date um, based on some of the evidence that's out there. So probably after the time that Paul was actively writing, mm. um, maybe even after his death. Um, yeah. So things like that. There's lots of, I think lots of good reason to think this was probably written in the, in the tradition of Paul, but not by Paul himself. Yeah. Yeah. There are definitely words and phrases that mm-hmm. only appear in Colossians and nowhere else, not only in nowhere else in Paul, but nowhere, nowhere else in the else. New Testament. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that if you're a Paul purist and think this so, is Paul, it could be, Paul's just got a new scribe. I mean, Paul is be. often not writing these letters himself. Yep. He's usually sometimes dictating and he's got somebody writing for him. So mm-hmm. maybe he just got a new guy sure. who's writing for him or girl. We don't know. Probably not a girl historically. Probably, probably yeah. not. Yeah. But yeah. Sorry. It's yeah. just, or a gorilla. That's what I thought. Could be, a, could be a gorilla. <laughs> um, and, and that scribe is just kind of like getting the gist of what Paul's is kind of saying. I got it. It's you know, fine. like they're kind of like adding their own like their own, you know, uh, panache in, right. into it. Yes. All right. So the letter. I'm zhuzhing it up, if you will. Though starts claiming it is from Paul writing yep. from prison to a church community mm-hmm. that Paul has never met. Yeah. Uh, the church in Colossae. So. That uh, we have no record of Paul ever meeting. Yeah. 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 And I, I don't think in the letter. It indicates. It indicates bit, yeah. that he's yeah. met them. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the church in Colossae, uh, we know, is started by Epaphras, who is visiting Paul. We know Epaphras. Yes. Epaphras came up in, uh, was it Philippians? He or visited Ephesians? Paul in prison previously, right? Yeah. One, one of the letters, either oh. Ephesians or Philippians, um, I'll have to look back here. One of them refers yeah. to Epaphras because... Patrick got to pronounce Epaphras a lot. I, don't, I, think, I, think, that was, I think that was it. That was Epaphratus or something. It was a different, a different person. Oh, you're yeah. right. Epaphroditus. Epaphroditus. Yeah. Yeah. Not Epaphras. Well, yeah. Okay. I got, my, yeah. I got my Epa, you know, more Epas than a yes, Greek right. phone book. Maybe it was ep- <laughs> Epa-pen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> more Epas than a Greek phone book. Uh, that's weird. That one, that one, that one could have taken months to craft. Not your Bible verse. <laughs> that's I'll take that one. <laughs> and that's it. I'm out for the year. All right. Have a good day. Okay. So in in the letter, at least you know how the letters are being written. Epaphras yep. is visiting Paul in prison, mm-hmm. uh, claiming saying the church is doing well, but it's mm-hmm. under pressure from surrounding culture. So Paul Uh-oh. is writing back. We're going to send this letter back to Colossus to give him some some advice. Yeah. Um, we've got basically four big movements in the letter. Okay. So movement one, the exalted Messiah. Woo. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we're going to start with some prayers, thanking God for their faith, Yay. wants the people there to grow in greater knowledge, and then a poem. Uh, you know, <laughs> I I don't write a lot of letters, Yeah, but Do I've never even- written a poem <laughs> in a letter. <laughs> have you written any poems here? Yeah. Least? Okay. I have. Okay. I mean, for class I, assignments. Yeah, actually, my only published writing currently is poetry. Okay. Wow. wow. So, yeah, can, we, uh, can we get hold of that? You can. It's on the internet. Do I have to pay for it? No. Nope. Excellent. Free yeah. stuff. All right. Okay. It's published. Uh, oh, actually, I don't know what want everybody to know where it is exactly. It's, I'll tell you guys later. But we'll Google Elise McCarta poetry. Yeah. I'm sure. But there's nothing like wrong with it or anything. I just saw. I'm not like, I don't know. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm sure Dickens wasn't proud of his early yeah, work. Right. I get yeah. It. yeah. Sure. I don't want people looking up my first sermon. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I kind of want to hear it now. Was it a train wreck? <laughs> I don't remember being a train wreck, but yeah. I'm sure it was not. 
good. Right. <laughs> you, just, you made it through. I didn't get up there and virtually wet myself. Right. So, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, Paul, this is the second time we've had a, po- a poem and a letter. Philippians yeah. also has a poem. Yeah. So. Well, we think, we, you know, this is probably also a hymn that's being quoted and referenced to here. Yeah. yeah. It's not, I don't. I don't think that Paul's, Paul's not just like, yeah, just crafting a poem here. Right? <laughs> he just starts rapping and yeah. his scribe is like, like, okay, here we go. <laughs> Epiphras, drop a beat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how it happens. Uh, you know. <laughs> um, so the poem is filled with some echoes and illustrations mm-hmm. from the Old Testament. It's pretty, sure. pretty good. So Jesus, uh, the full image of God, mm-hmm. firstborn. It's definitely establishing Jesus as God mm-hmm. and author and king of creation in this poem. So yeah. we're definitely highlighting Jesus' divinity and present at the creation. Mm-hmm. And the poem is the second part of the poem is Jesus is doing a new creation. Mm-hmm. The, it's a new thing. The, the old creation is still there, but we're doing a new creation on top of that. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. That's and, and this is... Not uh, Colossians. That's, and this, this is a theme that Paul has expressed expressed before sure. a new humanity yes. so this is definitely something paul is all about a yeah. new humanity but colossians seems to claim that we are part of that new humanity now mm-hmm. yeah. and paul tends to say we will be part of that new humanity in the resurrected life yeah. so it's a different take on that so in the same way it's like it's echoing paul but it seems to be expanding on paul in a new direction yeah. mm. again if you're a paul purist you could say maybe paul just yeah. Thought about his analogy further, sure, and right. is expanding on it differently. Yeah, I've often said things differently than I did before. Yeah. Right, so. I get it. All right, so but the poem is going to set the tone for mm-hmm. the letter, and Paul's going to kind of kind of reference this at least thematically several times. We'll get some callbacks. Okay. Yeah, so that's the first movement. Okay. Movement two. Paul is in prison, and this poem changes his idea of prison. Mm, okay, and uh, so this is. In Philippians, which is kind of what we went through last month, is a very personal letter of Paul. He mm-hmm. highla- he definitely reflects on his life in prison. Yeah, uh, this is going to you know further expand on this idea. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's Paul or whether it's not, yep. who's to say? Um, but his suffering and is not a defeat, but a joy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's a way for him to participate in Jesus's suffering on the cross. So, I mean, I think it's... it's uh, Equally full of himself as he was in Philippians. Yeah. In, in that regard, we always yeah. have to have like a not so humble brag from yeah. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. This so. is I no mean, big deal. I'm just suffering like Jesus did. It's right? fine. <laughs> this is the formula for Paul. <laughs> That's right. Jesus is Lord. Hey, look at me and what I'm doing. <laughs> you guys should not buckle to pressure. That's right. Yeah. You should be more like me. <laughs> right. And by me, I mean Jesus, but right. also me. But also me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. He's I mean, fascinating, actually. But <laughs> he's, he's a very interesting human being. Yeah. He is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and in, in this suffering, and as he's reflecting on his life, like in this, he's is excited not only about his suffering, but about the new multinational family Woo. being built in Jesus. Mm-hmm. I dig that. Yeah, yeah. I think this is great. This is good stuff right here. You know, this idea of a multinational family is is awesome. Uh, sometimes the American church could do a little bit better on ex- <laughs> celebrating a multinational family. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> what was that voice? I don't know. It's okay. all right. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> it's the American church voice. Thanks, old timer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bootstrapped. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then we'll get into uh, the third. Anything else about this? You know, no, that's good. Yeah, all good stuff. The third. Movement three. Movement three. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cultural pressures to turn away from Jesus that Colossae is facing. That's right. And I think this is actually some of the most, I think this section is really interesting. Yeah. Because. And valuable. There's good stuff here. Because I think for the first time, we're kind of acknowledging not just the Jewish cultural pressures, mm-hmm. but the Roman cultural yep. pressures. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Christianity or Judaism is not the, it's the popular religion of Israel, but outside of that, it's like non-existent. And so 
there is Roman religion mm-hmm. that Paul is competing against in his writings as well. And yeah. so now we're kind of getting a very real like face-to-face or head-to-head Roman religion and Paul's philosophies going yeah. head-to-head. And I think maybe for at least our podcasting, the first time we've seen this since Acts in his yeah. letters. Yeah, I think it's fair. Yeah. So part of those cultural pressures, we had this uh, mystical polytheism. So mm. this would be- Paul kind of, and Jupiter going at it. Yeah. It's the Roman gods. Uh, that Jupiter, you might, right? I got that one Jupiter right? is Rome. Yes. yes. Zeus is Greek. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which did, you, growing up, who do you prefer, Greek or Roman gods? Uh, I definitely was familiar with the Greek gods. Oh, yeah. All about the Greeks. They're Same. so much better. Yeah. yeah. They're so much more. They have but more I mean, flavor to I mean, their they're mythology. All kinda, they're all kind of the same. They just have a different name. I yeah, guess they, they, the, I guess. yeah. They fulfill similar roles, but yeah. they're like, there's specific stories that go sure. along with each one. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I just like, like Zeus is just is more fun than yeah. than Jupiter and and Zeus yeah. had a way better marketing department yeah. in the in the modern world to like keep that story alive. Yeah, than yeah. Jupiter I, did. Sorry, Jupiter. I mean, Jupiter I want, got the planet. So I want, that, well, right. That. But I wonder if that has to do with Rome, you know, and the Rome and the seat of the Roman Empire becoming the seat of Catholicism. If they were more driven to kind of like push that out and get yeah. ri- get rid of that Roman right. uh, uh, polytheism, as opposed to like, oh, that's just the Greeks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I think, don't know. I'd have to look into that. Like I Roman mythology, it seems to be more like militaristic focused than Greek mythology. Mm. Greek mythology is more like stories about. Yeah. yeah, it really is, but mm. it's it, it, more interesting to me, and it's more stories about like people interacting with okay. you know yeah. deities and stuff like that versus like this is Jupiter and he you know yeah. leads I'm this now, army and now I'm strong and you know that kind of thing. I'm so. now way beyond my knowledge of either of them. So yeah, yeah it sounds yeah. great. I love it. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Disney is remaking Hercules. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. live action now. You know, nice. like like they do in other. Oh, shows. like the, yeah. the Hercules, the animated Hercules, animated okay. Hercules. Yes, yeah. right. not not the TV show with Kevin Sorbo. Yes, <laughs> 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 the animated Hercules. I think it's a good choice. It's a good movie, but kind of weak in some areas. Mm-hmm. But I thought the same yeah. with Mulan. It could have been better, and the live action Mulan is not very good. So no, yeah. it's really not. Yeah, it, the live action Mulan was disappointing. They could have done yeah. a lot more with it. And they yeah, because Mulan is an epic. They but tried the, to make the it animated too kid friendly. Is not very epic at times. Right. You only really get that one big battle, and the, the but the live action one is not very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Most of the live action ones I've not been very impressed with. I was impressed with the CGI and the Lion King one. Okay. That one was really good. Yeah. I mean, the story was basically the same as the animated one. Right. The, I yeah. can't get the point of that because it's still just animated. Like, just why mess with a good thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so to that multicultural or that uh, mystical polytheism, you know, the Roman gods and goddesses. So if you're influenced by that, you know, part of the thing is like Jesus is just another one like them. Right. So yeah. there's Zeus, there's Hera, or not Hera, v- Venus, mm-hmm. or uh, Jupiter, Venus, Neptune, Mercury, Mercury and Jesus. Pluto. Right. He's up there with all those dudes. Is Pluto, right. is Pluto one? Yeah, probably. Huh. I'm, so. I'm almost all the planets are named after him, right? Pluto, really Pluto's not named after the Disney character, right? We, I assume not. Okay. Just, yeah, I don't know. No. I'm just, <laughs> the just Disney character it. is named after the planets. Oh, okay. Which is a planet again. Well, Mickey isn't. Is named. it a planet again? It's a again? Planet again. Wow. Somebody should really make up their mind. On this. It feels like this should not be that hard. Come on, people. Right. Either it is or it isn't. All right. Yeah. This is not. <laughs> um, Pick a lane, Pluto. And the other obvious influence that Paul continues to address in most of his letters is the the. Jewish leaders of the time insisting on obedience to Torah law. It's, yeah, it's all about circumcision too. Back to like, it again. Like we're really gonna hit this, this old chestnut again. Like is Pluto a planet? I was like, can't we just put a pin in this? Can't we just say it's well, over? No, you know, because it obviously keeps, not. Keeps it keeps ruining its ugly head. Coming yep. back. So to Paul, either side 
is going either way is a compromise and a failure as, as yeah. a part of this church. So yeah. don't go either direction. Yeah. Don't don't embrace the mystical polytheism. Mm-mm. Don't embrace the Jewish Torah law. Mm-mm. It's a failure either way. And here's the thing. Jesus fulfills the Torah law for you. Mm-hmm. And in his death, he triumphs over all the mystical polytheism that's out there. Boom. So he's like, Jesus, Jesus fulfills both of those things. You don't need to worry about either of them. Yeah. All right. And then finally, we have the fourth stanza, which is kind of the biggest, or not the biggest one. I, I think the biggest one. I think it's two, two chapters. Yeah. And that is... Um, it's a short letter, so it's not hard yeah. to be the biggest one. The resurrected life. So now Ooh. we'll get into how, how does this new humanity supposed to look like? Yeah. And this is, again, something Paul has discussed before. Mm-hmm. All right. So they're going to ask, join the new humanity and think about things above, not just things below, but... Don't just get. Don't just think about what it's going to be like when you get to heaven. No, you got to think about how does joining the new humanity affect you in the here mm-hmm. and now. Which I can get behind, frankly. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So live in the new, live in the present, like the new human you will one day become. Yes. So I think this is interesting. This is good stuff. Like right, like the kingdom of heaven is not just a future kingdom, but it's a present one too. Mm-hmm. And so part of being a Christian is bringing about that future kingdom into the now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was definitely going to highlight your old humanity died with Jesus and just like the old you who died, now you're new with new characteristics. So the old you was ruled by malice, um, lies, sexual sins. The new you has a new rulers Mm -hmm. are new things that are going on with kindness, forgiveness, grace, chastity, all those things. And then one of the the classic letters lines of Paul that would have been repurposed here in Colossians in this new humanity, there's no Greek, nor Jews, circumcised or uncircumcised. So there you go. Kind of the similar mm-hmm. thing that we explored in Galatians. Or yeah. y'all did. I wasn't there for this. Yeah. He, does, he uses that theme elsewhere. So that's yeah. Yeah, kind of classic Paul. Yes. So this is where I think it gets a little bit of funky for Paul. Because we're going to get into what does that Time look like? Get funky, funky. Yes. What does that look like in a first century Roman household? Oh. Hmm. Yeah. And I think that... We have to keep in mind, Paul is writing to a first century Roman household, not to a 21st century American household. Right. So my, if he was writing, are the, whoever, are the let, we, we say Paul, but the author of Colossians. We're, we're just going to use we're Paul fine, yeah. Yeah. Um, That That writing may look and sound a lot different than what it, he's kind of saying to the Roman household. Right. Sure. Yeah. So first we have to understand, what is a Roman household? Mm. Any thoughts? I feel like you're fishing for an answer. I'm not sure that I have the one that you want, but a Roman household would be, you know, the master of the house along with their family and their yeah. slaves and there you go. Uh, anybody who worked, let alone lived in that house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what you're going for. There you go. That's All right. It. Whew. Yeah. Pass the test. <laughs> Made it. <laughs> yes. Master of the house. Uh, Keeper of the inn. Yes. That's a good song. That's a really good one. That's one of my favorites from Les Mis. Yeah. Yeah. Probably to the male patriarch who who expresses his will over wife, children, slaves. Mm. Yes. Sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But in the Christian household, Jesus is head, oh. not the male mm-hmm. patriarch. Okay. So we're improving. This we're improving. But you know, Paul is not gonna get maybe fully or where you want him to get. Instead of like completely upending this you know, ideas, he's reshaping it around mm-hmm. Jesus. So we are going to get into some similar things that we kind of talked about in Ephesians on roles of like wives and husbands. You know, now mm-hmm. it, it is kind of the idea of like women as part of your role want your your male to kind of 
be the head of the household, mm-hmm. but men, as your role, submit and love to your woman, to have that kind of same mutual submission. So, yeah. you know, again, this is revolutionary terms for Rome, for America in 2023 now. Has it's, been grossly misused. Right. Yeah, and yeah. it may seem antiquated. Yeah. But as it's time, it is it is trying to elevate the status of the lower of the lesser members of the household. Careful. According to <laughs> Roman culture. There you go. Yeah. Not to my culture. So even ah. children are elevated higher, uh, that they're to be raised with with uh, understanding and patience. Not something necessarily would have happened in a Roman household. Yeah. And even slaves are elevated higher, uh, you know, to be part of the household in a different and new way. Uh, but Paul's not necessarily calling for an abolition of slavery. Yeah. This is absolutely not calling for an abolition of slavery. Right. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, when when Paul is at his best, he's really opening up this discussion and giving us the freedom to reevaluate structures that we have in place right and Mm. say oh you know how can we make this thing more in line with the new humanity that we want to ascribe to you know it's and it it's not so much to me about like his specific words because again they're not really written to us but it's that idea of we're going to explore this thing and hopefully continuously evolve it yeah 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 i I agree and 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 the the greater hope is that we continue to evolve further and further and further that mm-hmm. we don't reach a level of like we've reached we reached the top of the mountain there's always more ways to um to become a better and newer human yeah yeah um so yeah so he doesn't abolish any of those things but he does reshape it around jesus so he is he is getting there yeah you know yep. um so in the conclusion we see some of this at play um we know that this guy named tychus is going to carry this letter back to colossians and mm-hmm. he's going to be joined by anisimus and Onesimus is a slave of Philemon. Hmm. And Paul asked the whole church... Which is another letter. ...to greet mm-hmm. Onesimus as a brother of the Lord. All right. So this is an ex-slave, mm-hmm. an escaped slave, mm-hmm. and he's asking this culture to greet him as a brother. Yep. And guess what? Philemon lives in Colossae. Yes. Throw down. Yes. Yeah. So no part of the human life ultimately remains untouched and upended by the ruling Jesus. And here's my surprise for us. Okay. We're going to briefly get into Philemon right now. Because there's what? no better place to do that. What? And it's, it's one chapter long. None of us prepared for this. I did. No. It's no. one chapter long. You went to seminary. <laughs> it's super short. There's That's no fine. other place to really put this. except, And I think it makes sense right here. That's fine. Yeah. And I think this is the best evidence that this could be written by Paul. Because Philemon is almost certainly written by Paul. Yeah. So And so we got kind of this kind of connection. Mm-hmm. So um, Philemon, the Paul's shortest letter, but potentially the most explosive culturally. Ooh. Yeah. So Philemon yeah. is in class. He's a rich dude, runs the church out of his home, and he owns slaves. One of whom okay. is Onesimus. And those two people have a serious conflict, and Onesimus runs away. We don't know what the conflict is. Sure. But slavery probably that's all we know. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I got a couple guesses. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Onesimus comes to Paul in prison to appeal for help and becomes a Christian. Okay. All right. Uh, but now Paul is in a tricky situation, right? What do you do with this guy? Wait, so I'm sorry. Back up. Philemon was a Christian. Onesimus was a slave in Philemon's household, Philemon, but it was not a Christian, to our knowledge. Okay, yeah. comes to Paul and becomes a Christian. Right. When he's with Paul. Okay. Right. So Paul's in. I wanted si- to clarify that yeah. for yeah. Yeah. Paul's in a tricky situation. Yeah. What do I do with this Onesimus character? Yeah. Because I he believes in this new humanity, mm-hmm. but reconciliation and kind of um, 
fulfillment of duty is like a big part of what he's been writing to. Yeah. Like what mm-hmm. what advice does he give Anismus? What advice does he give Philemon? What's the solution to this? Does Anismus just stay free? Does he go back and become a slave? He doesn't really like either of those options. Yeah. So he's gonna he's Paul's gonna try to find a third option. Good for Paul. Yeah. And that is he's going to write to Philemon and try to convince him to forgive Anisimus and become a and have and greet him as a brother in Christ. Mm. So that's the plan. So he's gonna to appeal to Philemon to do the right thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Paul saying, This guy's now free. Yeah. We say, You should let this guy go. Right. Yes. All right. So first we're going to butter up Philemon. <laughs> sure. As you do. Right. First part of the letter, we got to talk about how great Philemon is. You're amazing. Great dude. Love that Philemon. So awesome. He's going to say, you are highlight the partnership Philemon has to Jesus, which is a Greek word. Do you know partnership in Greek? Mm, no, I'd have to look that one up. Koine- Koine- oh, okay. They're using koinonia for that. Koinonia, yes. Yeah. Yes. Highlight this koinonia. Yeah. I, yeah. I would typically refer to it as community, but okay. Partnership. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. So... Philemon, your partner with Jesus, mm-hmm. highlighting that Conania, and that's going to come back again. So then we're going to bring up Anisimus. Hey, by the way, I, I know a guy you know, <laughs> common friend. We've got I'm this not guy, a mutual him. friend of <laughs> yours. Uh, and he's Paul's partner, mm-hmm. just like your partner with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Anisimus is my partner mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and a child to me. And Paul likes him. But this unresolved conflict has to be resolved uh, if they're all followers of Jesus, right? We can't yeah. just live in this like. Philemon, or Onesimus escaped and like it just kind of like sits there. We've got to resolve this somehow. Yeah. So the request is to welcome back as a brother mm. into your household. And this is not just like a kindness. This is an absurdity, right? Like this mm-hmm. is like, hey, take this slave back to your house, but he's no longer a slave. He's your brother. That is insanity for the culture of the yeah. time and for the kind of the, the structures that exist in Rome. So why? Konania. Ah. Right? This yeah. partnership. We got a new partner. We got to get there. So Paul says, if we're all partners, welcome him like you would welcome me. And since Onesimus and I are like, we're partners in the gospel, I, Paul's going to pay whatever debt Onesimus owes. Okay. So that's a pretty good story there too, right? Yeah. yeah. So Paul's going to yeah. buy it out. Yeah. And then uh, we got this conclusion. Paul's like, look, Philemon, you're a great dude. I know you're going to do this. <laughs> like and peer pressure yeah love it even more uh i plan to visit as soon as i get out of prison <laughs> just to check prepare, out to see how it's going prepare a guest room for him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i think paul is pretty smart here with this kind of conclusion right like yeah. like appealing not only buttering him up but like i know you're gonna do this obviously because you're such right. a great dude you're the best Christian. and i'm gonna visit to see how things are going right yeah. like so i think paul is pretty smart on this one um so this philemon that's it that's the book Ta-da. Yeah. So, some a couple things. Uh, Paul doesn't mention Jesus's death and resurrection in this book. Nope. The only one he, that doesn't get mentioned. Yeah. Uh, but Paul is acting out, in a sense, the death and resurrection, that reconciliation sure. by taking on the debt of Onesimus. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's kind of displaying it in a new way. And this good news is personal, and it's also not private. Paul's making this reconciliation public uh, for Onesimus and Philemon. He's getting involved so that to you know how this is supposed to work. And I think Paul is finally maybe seeing like in my other letters, I didn't, maybe he didn't quite grasp the fullness of slavery, but when he comes face to face for it, he's like the only solution he could find is freeing this dude. Mm-hmm. That's the only solution he could actually find is reconciliation that ends in freeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I'd like to think Paul or the person who's writing as Paul is evolving, right? Like yeah. beforehand it was like, 
I don't know how you can, you know, it upends the social structure too much. But when he fit, came face to face with it, it's like, obviously you got to free this dude. Right. <laughs> like you can't yeah. take this guy back as a slave. Right. That's not yeah. going to work. So, you know, I think if Paul kept writing, we would probably, I think we would end on, we got to abolish slavery. <laughs> at least from Christian households. Or at least from Christian households. That could be. Yeah, yeah. I can see that happen. I, I like to think that. Yeah. So, there you go. There's I don't have any evidence to disagree with you. So, sure. I like yeah. to think that too. Yeah. yeah. There's Philemon. All right. Bonus episode or bonus uh, bonus Bible book. What? Bonus letter. Bonus That's, content. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. yeah. <laughs> New year. Tough to get that all out there. All right. So, we, uh, we want to rank these? Uh, yeah, neither of them are super high for me. I mean, Philemon yeah. is good, but neither of them are super high for me. I'd give them each one. Thumb. Yeah, I, I, I like I maybe Philemon a little bit more for me because I think it does kind of put in context a lot of this weird sure. talk about slavery in the sure, New sure. Testament differently. That you know, we're we're finally getting to an, a version of abolition that I think matters to not only Romans but also to our world yeah. currently. Yeah, you know, so right. I think we're getting to a place that. With the world should be this new humanity, uh, this new kingdom coming in. Um, and Philemon is an important piece to get there. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's one thing when you talk about these concepts sort of theoretically, right? Like in what book did we do? Colossians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when it comes up against, you know, somebody that you know personally, right? Or, sure. a, or something that's close to you, then you yeah. have to really examine where those things meet. Yeah. So, hopefully that's what happened there. Yeah. And I'm sure there are probably plenty of issues that we, we as you know the greater humanity have had to wrestle with right yeah. like uh lgbtq issues maybe seemed far away until you had a niece nephew child yeah. come mm-hmm. out as gay and that created a more personal you know uh way to do that and unfortunately sometimes humanity is not very good at empathizing things we don't that are far away and Definitely not. that's yeah. part of that new humanity is we can get better at those types of things right you know but um my hope is we continually get better at those those types of things paul it seems like in the, in the gospel narrative, Paul needed to see Onesimus face to face to really mm-hmm. reshape how he thought about slavery. And maybe we also sometimes need those things too. Yeah. And maybe that's why Jesus is constantly reminding us to go to the poorest of the poor because we need to see it face to face to reshape how we see those things. Yeah. We can't just empathize with prisoners until we see them face firsthand. Truth. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, happy new year. My hope. Go based on this letter that you said all your slaves free (laughs) well this is your reconciliation whatever that looks like i like that yeah Uh, that was a nicer touch than me yeah (laughs) hey if you liked this episode go back and look at all of our past episodes at beyondsundaypodcast.com uh we've got some other new year's ones out there but who knows what those were about we don't remember yeah Yeah. don't worry about those just go back and find your favorites uh and we uh, hope to see you next week on beyond sunday great thanks for listening everybody we'll be back next week with more beyond sunday